Wow. <laughs> it's been it's been a minute, but welcome back to Unqualified and Educated, where we give you our unqualified and educated opinions on all things sports, music, media, TV, or anything else that's really interesting. I miss anime. But hey, you know what we do out here in these streets. And as always, I haven't said this in a long time, but trying to get monetized. Hell yeah, we're trying to get monetized. It's just, that's the goal. It's been the goal since we started this. We're just trying to retire at 29. Trying to be retired at 29, baby. So let's get to that goal. Let's get to that goal. It all starts here. It all starts now. Let's speak it into existence. We're getting we're getting monetized, and we're not talking about little money. We're talking about big money, baby. So how you doing, Carl? Damn, bro, you're inspired today. I'm hyped, bro. I'm hyped. I'm I I I uh, you know, like I've been I've been hurt for like the last week and a half because Game of Thrones ended. Hey y'all, this is Game of Thrones spoiler alert. Jumped about two minutes and about two minutes, about two minutes and fifty seconds, so you don't get those spoilers. I'm spoiling everything. Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, y'all cool. And this spoiler alert for everyone that hasn't seen it. Uh, the love of my life, Daenerys Targaryen, <laughs> aka Amelia Clark, dies in that movie. So like, you got shrugged, bro. like <laughs> so the love of my life, like, and if you're listening to this, Amelia Clark, first of all, like, I'm hyped that Amelia Clark is listening to our podcast. But second of all, <laughs> like, I love you, and I'm sorry you're not on this planet anymore. And I just want to say thank you for everything. <laughs> but you know, I'm just. Will you be acting like she's actually dead for it, dude? She's not because I went and got the Game of Thrones books. They actually just arrived, all five of them. Um, oh there's God. there's still others that need to come. I'm gonna read these, and Daenerys will always live in these books. <laughs> so I'm happy because in a way that it's like I lost Daenerys, but I just got her back today. So I'm hyped. I'm happy for you, dude. I'm happy for myself too. <laughs> but I mean, if there's any prospects out there, like feel free to you know send something my way you know what I'm saying like you know Daenerys is just in the books you know or Amelia Clark those are those are two like I, mean, I don't know what I'm saying here I'm just saying like she's the one like like she's the one <laughs> she's the one I'd risk it all for you know what I mean like oh I need you to move to England I don't know that's not how she would sound I need you to move to England and I'd be like hmm all right I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it that's the one how are you doing Carl I'm doing a pretty good just been busy the last couple of weeks with everything going on but good yeah just living my life no I'm happy to hear that it's been it's been a little hectic for both of us I mean I had yeah. to had to move uh into school a little bit of work going on and obviously we know you got the work thing going on as well but um I'm glad we're able to reconnect while we have good connection um, I know. <laughs> yes, for those of you out there, for those of you out there that's wondering where our episodes have gone, is we've been having some connection issues and Discord issues, and we've tried to record, but the recordings haven't been so great. <laughs> the, those are those lost episodes. We have, well, we have like three lost episodes now. We got so many lost episodes. Yeah, okay, when we make it big. We'll put those the lost tapes out. Those are like the secret, the secret, <laughs> the secret tapes where you guys can go back and listen to us. It all sounds like it's all horrible, but I mean, there was one we had really good about the uh, 
what do we do on the on the Mandela effect? Mandela yeah, effect. Bro. That one was pretty good, but that one was lost in that one's lost in the ethers. And I feel like we really got into some deep like matrix. The Mandela, the Mandela effect was that was on point, bro. Yeah, and we got like we really like. And maybe in the future we'll re- revisit it, but just for those of you out there, we got just like some red pill, blue pill, like, like is this really are like creating like a different universe reality type stuff? We got really deep in that. It, that was actually crazy. So I agree, dude. That was a hype episode. It was. Um, now that let's like, so now that we're like here, uh, the craziest things that's been happening lately is uh, that. Abortion law in Alabama. <laughs> you you obviously you heard about that, right? Yeah. How much of that do you know? It's crazy. You know what's crazy? I don't honestly. I don't know a lot. I just know that I'm pretty sure it's like you can't have abortions or whatever. But it's crazy because we definitely talked about abortion before. And oh yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Back. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's back. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Um, this is unqualified and uneducated, as you hopefully no so everything that we're going to say at from here on out it will probably most likely be wrong or unqualified or uneducated um so just give you another heads up so now we're free to say whatever we want i think you're right we did talk Uh, about (laughs) we talked about the uh i think the new york state abortion law oh right right and because they were like like they were like you can have an abortion after a certain amount of time and it was we thought that was crazy was it like three yeah, trimesters or leading up to three trimesters or something like that? Yeah, it was like six months. I don't even remember, bro. It, it I just was, remember it was like the damn baby could definitely have been like formed or whatever. Yeah. But you could still ask that full, so. Yeah, and that's, I think we both thought that was crazy. Like that. Yeah, that was a little extreme. That's super crazy. It was like, oh yeah, I got it right here. It says in, in it, sign a bill. Uh, in January, Governor Andrew Cuomo signed a bill that (laughs) that (laughs) protects access to abortion even if Roe v. Wade is overturned the law decriminalizes abortion and allows some late term abortions in cases where the fetus is not viable or where where it's necessary to protect the mother's life oh right right, yeah 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 I don't think we uh, covered that last portion on our episode but that makes no, sense. No, we did. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because I remember we were like, abortion isn't cool when the baby's like hella formed, but if like a mom is going to lose her life over it type of thing, then she has a right to like make some sort of decision to preserve herself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I think that's kind of where we were I think on that. I think that's where we ended up. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. And if you guys want to like fact check us, you guys can go to back to the episode on New York state abortion law. I mean, I think we put that in the title, so go back and check that out. (laughs) But the new law that passed Alabama's law is the nation's most restrictive abortion ban with no exceptions for rape or incest. And I'm pulling this, I'm pulling this off of the hill.com. Um, in the the, the, exactly, if you're talking about incest, that, yeah. Um, I guess I, you know what the thing is, Alabama, they've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones, man. They have been, <laughs> they've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones, so like, 
they're probably more hurt that the show is over than I am. But um, <laughs> um, in May, Governor Kay Ivey, I'm saying that all wrong, but I don't care, signed into law the, state, the nation's most restrictive abortion ban, which makes it a felony for Alabama doctors to perform or attempt to perform an abortion. The only exception made under the law is in cases for where the life of the mother is endangered by her pregnancy. It has not taken effect in the American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU, and Planned Parenthood announced a legal challenge Friday. I don't know what Friday that was. It just says Friday, no dates. It could have been Friday in the past, or it could be last Friday, or it could be this Friday coming up. We don't know. We don't know. It's a Friday. That's all we know. But it said it announced a legal challenge Friday, so it had to have been in the past. That's what my degree <laughs> that uh, that uh, that that assumption came from my degree. Um, that's an, an education. Ed- that really was got that, that was an educated guess right there. So it happened in the past. Um, so how do uh, so now? Let's see, how do we feel about this? Uh, you want me to go first, or you want to go first? How do we feel about? I don't know. I'll let you go first, and then I'll I'll go off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like I guess I guess I'm kind of conflicted in this because the the idea of abortion. I guess I'm gonna say that I am against abortion, right? I'm against abortion. I'm against um, killing a fetus or a baby. I'm against that idea, um, but in, ex- in a, yeah, but in exception for cases of rape, right? Um, so that's that's how Wait, I. Hold up. When do you, so like at any time? Yeah, I'm again. Uh, I mean, at some point you gotta. I mean, you know what I mean. At some point you, I, I, I feel feels wrong to say that, but like in some cases, I feel like, you know, you probably want to make that decision before there's a developed fetus. Um, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. I was just yeah. wondering if you had like a no, like you know, sort of like timeline. No, I, I think. Like, oh yeah, it's definitely not. Because I think some states have like a, a, a fatal a fetal heartbeat. Like you can't do it if there's a heartbeat. Um, and I think some places do like some states do like cognitive, like brain movement or brain development. Um, oh, wow. You know, there's so there's different there's like different ways of gauging life in the baby. I mean, a heartbeat that's 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 pretty serious to me. I don't know when the, the yeah, heartbeat. No, I think if there's a heartbeat for sure, yeah. that should not be like a thing. So I think, uh, and this is uneducated. So I think leading up to that, I mean, in, even in cases of rape, you might want to have that done before there's a heartbeat. Cause that's like, you know, at that point, you know, we were all a fetus at one point, you know what I mean? So right. like, I feel, I feel for like, you know, oh, I, I, you know, so we were all putting that, that, that predicament where we, you know, we were all born, we we're all fetuses. So, you know, I feel for the next fetus coming up. But having said that, I'm pro-choice. It's a little conflicting. I'm against abortions, but I'm pro-choice. And I'm pro-choice because I would hate, and I hate, like, I hate when people tell me what to do. I hate hate it with a passion. And I don't tell people what to do. Even when I'm at work, I never tell people what to do. I just, I tell people... You know, my job is to sell material and get tickets out to the guys in the yard. Their job is to pull it. That's we have like a uh, what is a symbiotic relationship where I sell, they build or they pull. So I don't tell them, hey, you have to do this because I'm like want to tell them I don't want to be their boss. I'm telling them because that's just a function of my job. And that's the connecting with the function of their job. 
But, you know, I tell guys when they get upset and they get all pissy, I say, I, I'm not telling you what to do. Like, you don't have to do this. Just know that if it doesn't get done, like, I did my part. You have to do your part. <laughs> you know, it's going to all fall on you. So, and then guys do that. They So, like, going back to the abortion thing, like, I'm, I'm pro-choice because I hate when people tell me what to do. I would never want to tell somebody what to do, especially with their own body. Um, right. And then I'm also the idea of like, oh, well, you know, telling a woman you, you shouldn't get an abortion, you know, put it up for adoption. It's like, yo, I'm not going to raise that kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to be a part of that family to make sure everything's all right. So it's just like at that point, like you have to let people, you know, you know, I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, pro, I'm against abortions, but I'm pro-choice. And, that, and yeah, that's where I'm standing. That's pretty. Yeah. I mean, it's a balanced way of thinking, you know, because some people are just like, no, you can't do this. And there's like no out, but like having a, it's like seeing both sides when you say stuff like that. So, yeah. And I think that's pretty good. That's, I mean, that's what I try to do. I try to, you know, see it from both angles. Um, well, that's what educated people do. Well, oh, then I need to switch. Can't be on this podcast like that. Mm. All oh, right. Sh- I oh. meant uh, college educated. Oh, um, aren't we college? Educated? We are. We are. They oh exposed. Time, we exposed. It. Time, Yo, exposed how many episodes did we make it? We made it at least like forty episodes without getting exposed. Damn it, my bad. You exposed us. I exposed us. Dang, man. All right, so, um, how do you feel? <laughs> well. I don't know like i don't it's it's because the way you're saying it like you're not so when you're saying like you're not for abortion that means like you personally if you're in the situation you want to do it because i feel like when you say that um you're like pro-choice yeah then that's for everybody else in the world yes you know what i'm saying it's like you're against abortion for your own personal life. Yeah. yeah. And maybe like close people around you. Yes. But then when it gets to like anybody else, it's just like, well, they can do whatever they want. Yes. 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 Yeah. I'd probably be on something similar to that. It's, and again, I was like, we were saying before this, I was talking about like, all I could think about is like the most extreme cases of stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's like the, like a daughter being raped by her dad or, someone being assaulted, you know, that kind of stuff and leading them to be pregnant. And then that's when they get an abortion. And that's when I'm like, yeah, that I'm, I'm with that because that's just an awful thing that happens. Yeah. And then, you know, when I think about it more, I think even with it for like kids and I'm saying kids, like, you know how there's kids like at 13 to 15 who get pregnant. I don't know. Yeah. That's a tough one for me to think about. Yeah. If they should have an option. Because part, part of me is like, I don't want uh, this little, this baby to be, ro- like, to be grown up by some, raised by some <laughs> child who made this dumb mistake of getting pregnant at this age. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, that's a life. And there's so many success stories of, like, kids born into by like really young parents mm-hmm. and them thriving from that. So I don't know. That's tough, bro. 
Yeah, like yeah. I like the idea of uh, punishment though for that kid. Anyways, having to raise a kid, so you <laughs> like the idea of punishment? <laughs> um, <laughs> he just went. He just went left. First year is looking out for the kid. What are you gonna put the kid on timeout or what? Like that's an eighteen that's year. That, that's that kid's fault, you know. Like that's eighteen years of timeout. You know, like I, I think I, I like that idea. Like it's, it's always you know, like having a kid, like raise the kid. You know, there's always those extreme cases, and I think like what it, what it sounds like to me, I think we're both on the same, we're both on the, that that kind of that same area where you know, if it's like you know, if it's myself, I'm in that situation, I probably won't have my significant other get an get an abortion, especially yeah, for sure, especially now because you know I'm 26 and I'm pretty you know financially stable and pretty close to the ending of like my school. And we- School and career, we about yeah. To get monetized, so. yeah, we're yeah, we're getting monetized by twenty nine. So, so. <laughs> like cognitively in my brain, and you know what I can pull in as far as money and my education and what jobs are available to me, I'm I would be fine to raise a kid. I would not. I don't want to yet. I don't think I'm ready. But like if push came to shove, I would be able to take care of one. Um, but you know, being like cut my age in half, my age in half. And I'd be like 13. I don't. And then, yeah, I wouldn't be ready to do that. So I, I do understand that. And I, yeah, I feel like we're both on that same page with that. Yeah, it's it's so tough to. And that when you said it, like it resonated with me so much when you're like, I hate when people tell me what to do. <laughs> that is so true, because if someone tells me not to do something like several times, I'm like a freaking infant and i'm gonna do it just to like piss them off in a way exactly you know so um yeah i'm so on board with like we can't tell people what to do because you know for a fact that they'll do the exact opposite exactly just like uh just like your girl danny bruh uh, everyone was telling her not to burn that place down she burned that shit to the ground oh bro bro bro, bro. Oh, my <laughs> oh my gosh uh let's uh let's not talk about that because I think there's, there's people that might have not watched the episode and we don't want to spoil too much and in fact i might cut some of this out just to <laughs> man if they haven't seen it by this point that's on that i know listeners that are still on season four bro Oh my god! So I might have to do some editing, but but it just makes so much sense. I love I love it. I love the quotes. I love it. Or I might put a spoiler alert and tell them to jump to this point. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, and I feel like I feel I really feel for like, and I, I get the emotional up uproar from the women that are like upset that people are telling them what to do with their bodies. You know, I, I get I get that because I really don't want anybody telling me what to do. Um, Sure. There is actually, but like, there is actually one of my friends posted something on um on uh his Instagram about somebody on Twitter. They put they put up because like the Game of Thrones, the ending of Game of Thrones, there was a lot of uproar. Um, if you listen to our other podcasts, you know that uh you know I'm not too happy with the way Game of Thrones ended. So there's like a, there's a lot of social media uproar. Somebody put on their their Twitter was like, all you people that are upset at the Game of Thrones ending should um put your effort into what's going on in Alabama. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> this is the first time I responded to something like this. I responded to my friend. I said, hey, bro, we can't have a hobby. Like we can't live like, you know, I can't, I can't enjoy a Game of Thrones or I can't, and I can't watch a Game of Thrones episode and vent my frustrations with the episode without feeling guilty. It's like, it's like, I really like social justice warriors 
especially the ones on social media, they really tick me off because I live in California. I have no idea what I can do about what's going on in Alabama. You know what I mean? Like, and it's That's like, so and it's like the from what I know, the the law was passed or the bill was passed. So I have, and then I have no idea what I'm supposed to do in Alabama. I barely know what to do in local government. Like, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> and like, you're, and you're right in the capital. <laughs> that's what I say. I'm in the capital of Sacramento, right? My the, the garbage the garbage people at, on my block. One week they pick up my trash in one spot. The next week they won't pick it up in the same spot. I don't even know how to fix that problem. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do about this serious bill in Alabama. I don't even know, like, you know, who am I supposed to talk to? Like, the only people that I know from, I don't even know anybody from Alabama. I don't know. Um, uh, Nick Saban. That is true. So you're telling me I got to be like a, a blue chip? Yeah, you, you need to become a blue chip athlete. Blue chip, seven star athlete. That's the only way to pass the law. So, like, I was upset with that. I was really, I really ticked me off. And like, I and like the funny thing is, like, I I think this person that put that Twitter message in my uh, uh my uh actual like feelings about the bill. I think they're both pretty similar. Like, she's pro choice, obviously, and I'm pro choice. So I think right. like our 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 end game, shout out to you know, end game. Our end <laughs> rip. I think our end game <laughs> is similar, <laughs> I, but it just pissed me off when people try to force social change on you. They, I, I don't, I don't appreciate like the social justice warrioring. I've never liked it. I don't because it's because it's like you know like why you know why, why like to ask my friend how come he's not doing anything about it and he said what do you mean. I said, how come you don't go back to school and become major in law or something like that? Why don't you figure out yeah, how to do guy, that? The guy who, um, who like was blasting everybody on the Game of Thrones, like, oh, you have time to complain about Game of Thrones? What, why don't you use that time in Alabama? What is that person doing? That's what I want to know. I didn't even go as far. As, I should have looked that up. I should have found that out, but like, I don't know how to find that tweet in his Instagram story already. That was like two. That was like last week, but like. Yeah, what are what are they doing towards it? Are they just posting? Yeah, so like if that's all it is, then you're not doing anything either. And like I and like I said, I I a hundred percent get the outrage, but I just don't know what posting on Instagram does or posting on Facebook. I don't know what posting does. I guess it gets the awareness gets awareness out, but like I don't I don't really know how much like that does that help. And that that just might be like my own like you know, cynical view of, you know, Facebook. It doesn't help because have you ever looked at anything on Facebook and then like was like, oh, I never thought about it that way. I've <laughs> never thought about it that way. You know, people are always just so dead ass set in whatever they believe they never want to like change mm -hmm. their feelings. Mm -hmm. And even like, even me, like the way I think about like abortion and everything, I don't know if anyone could argue to me, like, good enough reason for me to, like, just switch and be like, oh, no, I'm completely against this. Yeah. Like, there's no way that I could just switch and be like, no, I'm completely against this stuff. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. Yeah. And, and I think that's just, uh, we're all a vain. Is that what, it, is that what you'd say? 
I guess so. I think so. And and you know what the thing is about like these these posts, like because and like you said, you said no one can like really switch your argument in a post. Um, and and in most cases, these when people post to their accounts, they're not posting <laughs> to people that are, have a different opinion. They're not posting to people that their whose opinion they can change. They're posting to like minded people. So then instead right. of like one person, you have two people that are just complaining now. They're like, you know, get, let me give you a like. Good job. Let me give you a a, a, a retweet. You know, like, you know, like. Right. And then if and then if some like some poor soul decides to go in there <laughs> and uh, try to present like even if they try to present like a genuine rebuttal. Fuck like, around. Oh, this and that. They just get wrecked. They get ripped. Different heads just come out of nowhere. Rest in peace, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. But they should honestly, they should. I don't know if they have them, but they should have like a Twitter debate, like area where people just come and they get, they get, they each everybody that they get, they get in the line and they get the debate against the person next to each other, like, and they just gotta, they gotta go at it. They can do it over the video. This should be video and no no typing, just straight up video. Just do it on TikTok. TikTok, that'd be <laughs> that'd be kind of funny. They start doing it with music in the background. They start doing all type of edits and they like repeats and remixes. You got reverb and you got reverb and echo in the background. That'd be so hard. That'd be crazy. I'd watch that. That would get me on TikTok. The the weekly debates and you have like debate teams. I would be interested in watch that. I think that would get more awareness to like like social justice issues than what than p- just people posting, and I don't want to, yeah, I don't mean to disrespect disrespect people that do this because I used to do this when I was younger. Um, you know, there's a there's this basketball team in uh, Sacramento, and <laughs> <laughs> from about uh, 2007 to current, we we haven't been that good. And especially like in the 2009 eras to 2011 era, I would just post about how bad we were doing or I would post like how good we were doing. And in the beginning, those posts, you know, got a lot of attention. But the more I posted and the more negative I got, it fell on deaf ears. So I think it's something similar. I think we get numb to it. You get numb to it. Yeah, it's just it's annoying. That's what it is. It's just annoying at some point that people are so single-minded and um, they literally, they have no like room to budge, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm okay with how we are because like we're, yes, we might be set in how we think about abortion or whatever, but it's like more balanced than being so dead set in one extreme way yeah yeah it's that stuff when people have that super duper extreme uh view on whatever it is whether it be abortion or climate change or whatever Mm -hmm. that's what f's me up and just pisses me off and when people put that up i just like i'm like i don't even know why i have social media and i don't even know why i do (laughs) other than to like keep in touch yeah with my friends and family so i don't know it's just so frustrating it is i mean like there's i mean and we're not saying the issue is annoying we're not saying that this is a serious issue that's affecting a lot of people we would never say that um so i just want to get that out the way so if anybody's listening you guys aren't going to be like oh you guys are just horrible people and like we're saying we we're we're malleable in the sense that we 
I mean, there's there's not a black and white. There's never a black and white answer to anything. I don't I don't I don't like when people pretend that there is. Like you can look at almost any issue up and down the board, like uh, gun control. Like there's no like black and white answer to deal with any of that is those issues. There's really not. And I don't I don't I don't, I don't want to pretend that there is. And I hate when people pretend that there is. It's not it's not like a yes or no answer. There's a yes, but like there's looking into the other side. There's a no, but oh, I can I do understand what they're saying. There's there's not like a no or a yes. There's, yeah. I'm just saying, bro, if more people went to college, then they'd probably have a more solid understanding of things because you have to write essays. Mm-hmm. And in the essays, you have to bring up a counter argument. You do. Like to your argument. You do. To show like that you have thought about both sides. You, you do. You do. And I hate writing essays, <laughs> but I know that fact. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say I hate writing essays, you know, it's just, you know. I, I hate writing. I, <laughs> I can say it. <laughs> oh man. Um, I mean, you know, yeah. It just, it just, it just comes with. I guess, I guess people just need to like. It just comes with age. I think. I think. I guess to end on this subject, I just, you know, I think it's Does better it, though. I guess are you not. Kidding me? Some of the most extreme people are the oldest people that I know. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. That was completely wrong. I mean. Cause like the people that are passing these laws are old white dudes, and yeah. I don't I don't mean to point out the race. I'm, I apologize. This is some old guys. Oh, I don't mean to point out the genders. Um, it's just some old beings. Uh, I don't mean to point out the age. It's just really experienced beings. Yeah, I got to be politically correct because I don't want to offend anybody out there. But 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 I'm just being I was just being facetious. Ooh, bam. <laughs> New word on my word calendar. Bam, 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 pop, 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 pop. Just being, word calendar. <laughs> just being facetious, baby. Um, but, yeah, give me a word calendar. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, yeah, just like the I. The word on my calendar this uh, this month is uh, thought. How do you use it in a sentence? Um, <laughs> that, there's a thought over there. <laughs> Um, uh, that's good. That's good. I, 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 that's a good, that's a solid calendar. I know what it stands for too. Titty hippie. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Titty hippies over there. (laughs) Um, to all of our, uh, people out there who identify as thoughts, uh, I apologize. Uh, we do not mean that in a disrespectful manner. It was just on Carl's word calendar. <laughs> I don't know where he bought this calendar from. <laughs> <laughs> but it was on there. It's it's on there. Um so uh I so I guess not not um where does a balanced uh mindset come from if it's not with age? Honestly, I think it's just educated. Being educated mm-hmm. makes you have to think more, like you have a more balanced viewpoint on things. I Honestly, I'm not even like, and yes, there are people who are like very highly educated and they're very extreme. Mm-hmm. Like it's still a thing, but the majority of people that I talk to and meet in any fashion, like whether it was at, when we were at school 
or after school with people like coworkers, mm-hmm. and maybe I am only talking to people in education, so they're all kind of cut from a similar cloth in a way. Yeah, but it's usually like very, like you have a very, like you said, what'd you say, malleable? Yeah, like a mindset where you you do see both sides. You like you can still like be very against climate change or whatever but then you can still kind of think about the other side uh, where yeah we are throwing a lot of like shit in the ocean and maybe we should stop doing that <laughs> maybe we should stop so, yeah and so like the, it's i really do wholeheartedly believe that like education plays a very big role in that mm-hmm. but um i don't know maybe it's not maybe it's more like the way people are raised so I don't know. I mean, I think I think you I think you kind of hit the the nail on the head with that, and I think um, I, I have to learn from you. Um, I am uneducated um, because I think one issue that everyone always says says everyone says in regards to like you know like bigotry, hate, and all that stuff. No matter the issue is like against like preference, race, gender, um, nationality. Um, you know, uh, everybody always brings up the issue of ignorance. So. Right. I guess education sometimes and it doesn't like, and we're not like saying it has to because we t- we doesn't have to be like a formal education in like school. Right, it doesn't have to like you don't have to like you have to go to a CSU mm-hmm. or to a, a state college and get four years of education that makes you educated. Mm-hmm. You're, it's not that, yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. I agree. It has to be some type of like you know, but some type of some type of way to eliminate ignorance or at least you know right. Uh, yeah, to gain an understanding, some type of understanding that's deeper than just, you know, that a one-sided. You got to think uh, three-dimensional. I don't even know if that's... You got to be a three-dimensional thinker. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I'll go with it, bro. You're not thinking in 3D. You got to think in 3D, baby. I'm not thinking in 3D, bro. <laughs> you go, every time you go to the IMAX or you go to the freaking... Uh, you go to a movie theater, they got a 3D movie and they give you the 3D goggles. Have you ever taken those 3D goggles off and looked at the screen? That shit's foul. That's all these ignorant people. They are looking at the they are looking at the world without 3D goggles, baby. So they're going around. They're like they're like this screen is fucked up. (laughs) They're like I gotta change it, or I'm they're like I hate it. Like I'm I'm out of here. There's nothing I can do about it. I can't I can't stand them. It's like yo, dude. You're ignorant right now. Put your 3D glasses on, bro. And they put them 3D glasses on, you get rid of that ignorance, and they're like, ah, this ain't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) I like this movie. So, oh, I so the the glasses are the education. The education, or sometimes, yeah, the education. Yo, I don't know, like, if it's because we've been gone for a minute, but, like, that's some good ass shit we just said. That was some high. That was some good ass metaphor. So we were talking about, um, what were we just talking about? I don't know abortion. I don't know why. I don't know how it tied in though. Just go for it. I was I was thinking about uh, how I don't know. Maybe it's just where I'm at in my life, and maybe because I just work with kids and stuff. But freaking kids nowadays are soft, bruh. <laughs> they are. You know what I'm saying? They're freaking soft, dude. <laughs> they are. They are soft. <laughs> they really are. They out here crying about everything, man. 
You guys is soft, bro. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. But like, <laughs> I want to know where this comes from. It's just, and it's probably the invention of, or not, the, but like social media and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But man, you upset. You say one little thing to upset any kid nowadays, and they just get straight butt hurt. Like they're gonna think about that for three weeks. They're gonna go tell their mommy about it. And all you did was say you got bad handwriting. Mm, you know, something mm, like mm, that. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna drive them in the ground, and then they're gonna be like, "What you mean I have bad handwriting? Is that because of uh, the color of my my eyes?" And it's like, "Huh?" It's like, "Bro, I can't read this." Kids is just soft, dude. I'm telling you, they just there's always something they're complaining about. Mm. They don't want to work hard. Mm. They uh, they have shorter attention spans. Soft. <laughs> soft attention spans. <laughs> they got soft attention spans. <laughs> they got they got they got gluten allergies. Soft, you know. <laughs> I didn't even, bro, when I was younger, I didn't even know what gluten was. That's what I was saying, bro. They're just <laughs> soft now. I swear, man. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I I get that. You know, I get that. Uh, cause like I'm two two cases. Like my one for that social media thing. Like my my cousin. Uh, she's 11 years old, right? And she's on social media all day long. Like she like, and it's like, and she likes looking at people that are big like social media influencers. And she's just yeah. in this bubble. So, like, what these kids are doing, they're creating a bubble of their interests. And they're creating a bubble of like minds. And they live in that bubble 24-7. Like, like even, like, they 24-7, they're in that bubble. And they get accustomed to that. And that's their world, right? And, you know, that that's their world. Like, they, they develop this. They stay in that bubble. That's their world. As soon as they get outside that world and they encounter a, 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 uh, a conflicting opinion they're like oh my oh my oh my like this isn't something i'm used to and you know like the parents at home they're you especially when you're younger your parents build like a safety net you, you got your own protected little ecosystem at home so as mm-hmm. soon as you get something conflicting you're like oh my gosh what do you what do you what do you, what do you mean that it is bad no 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 it's because you're a bad person i can't handle this and i think that's where it's from in, in terms of like social media I think that's where, you know, because you said social media is affecting them. I, I, I completely agree. I think that's pretty much why. Yeah, I think it's, well, I think it's the fact that social media and then, like, just, like, the generation of parents nowadays, mm. I think that leads to, like, because the way that kids are being raised nowadays is a lot different than, I'm not going to say, like, oh, I was raised all perfect, because we were in some effed up era where, Technology was coming in, but staying outside was like on point type of thing. Mm. But um, I just feel like nowadays some parents just need to like shaping up, and it's that whole like spanking your kids thing. Yeah, you don't spank your kid, your kid's gonna be soft, breath. Yeah, I got whooped. I tell you that much. I I got whooped when I was a kid. Yeah, and like, do you feel any resentment towards that right now? Nah, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like. You can't discipline a kid without, like, hurting somebody's feelings. And that's what's upsetting to me. Or yeah. you can't have a conflicting 
opinion, like you were saying, like there's sometimes where you just bring up like a different idea of them or to them, like the opposite side of the argument, mm-hmm. and they just get so hurt, bruh. Like, oh, you didn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? You didn't. It's just like, whoa, like, take a breath. And maybe it's just immaturity level. Uh, I don't know, but I just think because the kids being soft, and by that I mean, like, it's rolling over now until, like, young adults are soft. Uh, like, they don't want to work hard. Yeah. Do you think it's you know? because maybe the parents of this generation, this generation's group of parents, they were more of, the, like, the self-help, the, the, the parenting books and, like, listening to, like, parenting talk shows and, like, getting parenting tips from others, like, you know, you know, like, things like that. So, like, like they learn how to parent out of a book and, like, they learn, like, use this technique, make your kid feel validated at every point. Uh, don't use too I think don't. I think that's the issue. Maybe it's the books, but I remember I had this professor when I was going through the, the credential program. One of the, like, he was, like, one of the most intense people I ever knew. He was very extreme in the way he thought, mm-hmm. but he brought up, like, very, very, like, interesting ideas. And, like, this is kind of similar to it, where he was, like, every single kid from the day they're, like, raised is told, well, at least nowadays, is told, like, that they're the most important person in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're beautiful, you're the smartest kid I know, you're so smart, you're so pretty, and, like, you, all you do, and, like, to an extent, yes, you should do that to give your kids some sort of confidence, but when that's all they hear, and you baby them, and you tell them they're the most important thing in the world, and then they go into high school, and they realize they're just like everybody else, mm. essentially, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I think that what is what makes them soft, because then they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's the fact of, like, babying kids too much yeah you know i had a i had a i had a i had a professor uh in uh in my i actually yeah in my grad program one of my classes from my grad program hey what's up yo uh my professor told us he told us something like that he said you guys you have to understand that when you turn your works that you aren't the center of the universe no one cares about what you just wrote um make them care they're not going to care about what you wrote based just because you wrote it on paper. That means nothing. You have to prove it to people. And you're not, he told us, he was like, you're not special. But like the, right. pe- the people in the class though, it was, you know, like I was probably like one of the youngest people in the class. And at the time I was like 24, you know what I mean? And tell you the truth, like outside of like sports, I've never heard that message before. I've never, I never, right. I, I never heard someone tell me, uh, you're not perfect. Like, nobody was telling me you were perfect, but, like, you know, people were, oh, you can do it. You can do whatever you achieve your mind to. Uh, you know, right. like, I was getting that soft coddling, like, especially, like, you know, from my situation, people were, like, always, like, up, uplifting, always on my side. I mean, in mm-hmm. sports, in sports, I learned, like, wow, there's just there's just people better than me no matter what I do unless I work hard. Yeah. You know, like, sports is one of the things that you just realize there there's people better than you. And, like, I even realized, like, you know, like I have, like I have, I would have size over people. I'm just, I just have size over them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm just at a, I'm at an advantage, just the way I was born. And like people, people don't hear that message. 
and keeping it in sports, everyone's given that participation trophy. You know, right. thanks for participating. You get a trophy. It shouldn't be like that, you know? There's always no, winners. I, Life is a series of winners and losers. Yeah. That's one way to think about it. <laughs> but I, the, 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 my professor said the same exact thing. Like, you're not special. And then, like, I guess I, I haven't heard it either up until that point. And when I heard it, it kind of hit me. And, like, I wasn't, like, hurt by it. I was just like, hmm. Hmm. I was like, damn, that's, like, a very sound outlook. And it's like, okay. Like, hmm. it's the whole, like, you're not the center of the universe special thing. Yeah. Because it's like, yes, I'm unique, this and that. And, like, I'm confident in who I am as a person or whatever. But I know, like, I'm no better than the person next to me unless I, like, put in work and do what I need to do and like do what I can to the best of my ability, then that's what I've, if that's what I've done and people think I'm good for it, then I am. If I'm not, then I worked hard and I'm still like happy about it. Mm. But I feel like some, some people, and it's like, it's very close to our age. Like not that far behind us Mm. are these kids who are like grown up on this idea that they're so special and, they are like the one person that matters, and if when they don't like do good, that's when they get all ass hurt. Yeah. Like, if someone makes them mad, then they get all butt hurt because they're always right type of thing. And, and let me tell you one thing: there's only two people you're I not know. Always right. I, there's only there's two a- people I know that's always <laughs> right. <laughs> I've only met two people. One is on the one. <laughs> And let me tell you something. Both of them are speaking on this podcast right now. That's right, right? <laughs> We're the only ones who's always right, all right? All right, 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 right. Um, there, the, I, I, I could get this. I could butcher this, but I remember in, in, I was in psychology. It was either psychology or, or philosophy. Uh, it was, I think it was in psychology. But, like, when we're kids, it's supposed to it said that it takes us a long time to realize that we're not the only that other people have thoughts inside their heads too. Um, I legit still have issues with that. In my own head. <laughs> like you, like you, you think like, like honestly, you think like you're the only person in the world that has thoughts and everybody is uh, reacting based on your reactions. Right. So it, I, I forgot where I read that, but it was like, it takes, it takes us a long time to develop that the cognitive ability to think that, Oh, this other person has life. This other person is thinking on their own and are able to handle thoughts on their own and able to, you know, operate outside of what we do. And it makes sense because when you think when we're younger, everything revolves around us. Mm-hmm. You know, like our parents clean us, they feed us, they get us up, they get everything. And we can only, when we're younger, we can only see what's being done in front of us. And we don't have that ability to think on a grander scale. It's not until our world opens up as far as we know that there's something outside the house, then there's something further down the street. And there's just, there's a whole world out there operating outside of us that we can start realizing that we're at the center of the world. So if you think about it, we already think we're already, everyone's already predisposed to thinking at the center of the world. And then when you have Mm -hmm. parents that just constantly reinforce that, it's no wonder that people are at a disadvantage and are sensitive, you know, once somebody breaks that bubble. Right. And like, I'm sitting here thinking like, what, like, what do you do to raise a kid to make them like know that they're important 
to you, you know, because I'm, I'm not saying you need to raise your kid and just like <laughs> right when they're able to walk, you're just like they're on their own. You, know? <laughs> you, just, like, you just place your kid down like you're not, you're not nothing, little kid. <laughs> yeah, like I'm definitely going to be like that, the dad who like loves on their kid and everything. But like there has to be like some point where it's like, it's not that you're not loving on them. Maybe it's more like you just talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. Like you realize that there's other kids out here or something like that. I just don't know how you approach that, obviously, because I'm not a parent. Yeah. And I'm not like a genius, mm-hmm. but there's got to be some way. No, there, 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 there is. Um, I don't think that. I think it's fine that we don't have the answers because we are both not parents. So this is an area that we are super unqualified to talk about. But, I mean, I think it just goes back to what we were talking about. Uh, no one is the center of the universe. I mean, you know, and there there, have, there have been times where, like, I felt like, oh, yeah, I'm special. But then there, there's mm-hmm. always been things in my life to, like, bring me, to ground me, you know, bring me back to reality. And, right. like, you know, you're not that special. I honestly can I, I think I'm a very lucky person. I have a lot of luck. I don't, I just, I do. There's a lot of things that was going on in my life where I'm like, wow, that probably should not have turned out as well as it did. And, you know, Mm. so, um, so that, in that, in that sense, but even, even when I feel like, you know, I learned that, you know, I'm lucky, but that doesn't mean I'm special. You know, I still have to be prepared for any situation that comes my way. Well, they, that's what they all. Yeah. They do say yeah. luck is when uh, preparedness meets opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been prepared in my lucky situations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. The like the main reason I was thinking about this was because I was talking to Adria, my uh, my girlfriend, about just about like I said the same thing. I was like, kids is soft nowadays, <laughs> and then like I was like. When we got a kid, that kid ain't going to be soft. I guarantee it. And she's like, how so? And I was like, I I'll tell them they did a good job once every three months. Hey, <laughs> that's good. You got to keep them on their toes. You know? So, <laughs> and then she said, that's not nice because then they'll just like go their whole life second guessing themselves thinking they're not good enough. So, but no, 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 like, no, 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 no. That's four times a year <laughs> you're telling them a good job. I know. That's good enough. And you know, like imagine how accomplished you feel when you hear it that one like that those four times out of the year it's like oh my god i really did a good job yeah 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 like because like you think about it like a kid like four times a year you're thinking like okay so there's like you know that's that's two times for report cards you know Mm -hmm. and then end of season when they finish their uh their season you know however you know you did a good job this season we got stuff to work on you know, right. you, you don't constantly have to validate. Kids don't constantly need validation. I don't think. I mean, I didn't. I don't think I needed. Like my mom didn't even know I played sports. Really, <laughs> I didn't really get that much validation growing up. I don't think you need validation as much as they say you do. Yeah, if you you want your parents right. to acknowledge your existence, but yeah. to be constantly validated. Oh my gosh, you woke up this morning. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like where's the line? And I'm not saying she wants to do it like that extreme, but it's like maybe like if they picked up a piece of trash, do you tell them good job? Mm-hmm. I think the first time, yeah. The first time, the first time, right? And then 
you just hope they keep doing it. I, I think I think you validate them until it becomes their responsibility. Like as little kids, like oh yeah, good job. So they get that reinforcement that cleaning up is good. But yeah. as they get older, and you know that's their job to clean up, or that's their human responsibility to clean up. Like they shouldn't be validated because you're doing your job. Then if they walk past a piece of trash, you do a bad job. You'd like sock them in the job. What's your problem, bro? What's up, motherfucker? What's up? Square up, little kid. What's up, What's up? I've been waiting for this all week. He's like, what are you doing? Why are you taking off your shirt? Because I fight better. <laughs> Some seven-year-old kid. I fight better with no shirt on, little scrub. <laughs> you about to get these hands. <laughs> That's oh like that's like reverse validation. That's like it's like persecution. <laughs> yeah, but it's just weird to think about because she's very on. Well, it's it's weird because of like how I was raised and how versus how she was raised. Mm. Uh, her parents were like very, they're very loving as like a family where every day they get home from work or whatever they like hug and kiss mm. and say I love you and all that. You know, and when they leave, they do all that stuff, um, which it's that's their their thing. And like, it doesn't make me upset or anything. It's just like it's so different from how I was raised uh, where like, dude, I've probably hugged my dad once. <laughs> and I've said, like, I love you to my my parents, like maybe once. And it was the only other times I do it is like in a card. Yeah. But, like I've, I don't think I ever hug my sisters. I just like pat them on the shoulders when they leave. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah, like yeah. When they leave to move to a different state, <laughs> like patted him on the shoulder. So <laughs> I think it's just like <laughs> it's different. <laughs> I, I yeah, I think I think I think I'm more similar to that. I think uh I think I've only like like yeah, I would probably I think I probably hug my brother like once or twice a year. Um my mom, you know, I don't think I've really hug my mom at all that much since I've like there's a certain age where I got to her I was like yeah yeah like up that's, to a certain age I was like that's not cool. hugging my parents that's not like, cool like, no more kiss me goodnight but then after that I was just like it just stopped yeah and it just I was stopped. like I was in I didn't feel no way about it you know I just felt the same yeah because like so I mean weird. when you think about it like that's like they always say like love is love is the words that are is the word that's said not often enough or said too much um, I just think right. like in the, in the terms of like parents, I think it's like, I mean, it's like unconditional love. You don't have to, I don't have to tell you like every day that I love you. Like, you know, right. Um, I think they, I guess I do, I do think parents do need some, they need that validation sometimes. And that's what mother's day and father's yeah. day is for <laughs> in their birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Christmas too. It's just, it's so interesting. Yeah, it's just so interesting to like the different of dynamics. Yeah. Because then like it spills over into our relationship where I'm not like, like, I'm not like big on PDA and like hugging and kissing on each other all the time. Yeah. Or just like physical stuff like that. And like, I love it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's just, I'm not like always about it. I like personal space type of thing. No, yeah, yeah. But uh, like she, she loves like, she loves like if I'm like holding her hand or like we're cuddling all the time or all this stuff and it's just 
I don't know. It's different. No, it's I, I I agree. I think we're pretty similar in that sense. Like I I I feel the way, I feel that same way too. It's like, you know, I don't want to show it to like the world, but like I do care about you type stuff. Like I yeah. care I care a lot. Like you like deeply, but like, you know. Right, kind of, and that's that's it's the same like with my parents. Like they don't have to say stuff to me. I don't have to hug them. I know that like we love each other. Yeah, you know? we just don't say it. We just like show it. I don't know. No, no, I agree. No, I I agree. I agree. Um. Um. So we're at. I mean. You, you said yeah, a little thing that turned to a huge thing. I, I like that. Uh, we're at about 50, <laughs> 56 minutes. We're at 50, Soft ass kid. <laughs> we we transitioned. But we jumped around a lot on this one. I'm excited because it's just like the first like real episode we've done in like a month. I know. I'm I'm excited to get this edited up and get this on there. But I mean, we're at about fifty six minutes. Um, you want to close it out with something fun or? Um, yeah, we could do something fun. Uh, I don't know what's fun. I don't know. I want to piss some people off. Hey, y'all, I'm sorry out there, women, but women remakes of movies are trash. Oh, shit. They're trash. <laughs> I am tired of female remakes of regular <laughs> movies. Those are trash. I'm sorry. And I'm just going to say this, man. They're, I felt like most of the remakes that I've seen have always been trash. Well, they remake Ocean. Ocean. Yeah, they remade Ocean. Uh, to like Ocean Eight or something. Ocean o- Ocean Eight. They remake Ghostbusters. Uh, how many other movies did they remake? <laughs> uh, let me look this up. Those are the only two that like I know that are bigish. I think those were the. I think they probably did more. I just don't know. Yeah, they probably did do more. Um, let me just see. Or like the the part when they did it in Marvel. In the Ender's Game, bro. No, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> you talking about Captain Marvel? Well, yeah, the part in Ender's Game when uh, she had the the gauntlet or whatever. Oh, okay, okay, we could talk about Spider-Man's that. Spider Man's like, you need any help? Yeah, we we could talk we could talk about that, but before. No, no, because like that's two different things. Okay, it's okay, okay. So what I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna talk about. Female remakes are trash, and I'm not saying oh, that. I'm I'm not gonna say the actors are trash, and I'm not gonna say the movie or the plot was trash. I'm gonna say that they're trash because I feel like Hollywood is disrespecting women by just giving them some same old concept and just having them retweak it. Like, why can't Hollywood be a little more, you know, creative and come up with a new and interesting plot? And have them work with that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying like... What else is a Ghostbuster going to do, bro? We don't need more Ghostbusters. We could have need something. That's true. They could have those four doing something else. Something else. It didn't have to be Ghostbusters. It could have been something else. You know what I mean? Like, they, it didn't have to... It could be something more fun. Ocean 8 or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't care about that anymore. Like, because for me, like, when a franchise ends, that franchise is done. Like, you know, we... You know, we moved on. Like they could have had Sandra Bullock and and that cast, that talented cast, could have done something else. You know, under I know. The, the, and it was like that cast that they had for that Ocean's movie was hype. It was they had a bunch of like yeah, big time actresses in it. That cast was top and, notch. Uh, I remember I watched like the first half of it with Adrian and her family, 
but then it got late, so I went home. And then Adria, like, texted me all, like, you wouldn't believe how it ended. And then, like, I kind of, like, was, like, what, did they, they probably stole something, but then actually stole, like, hella stuff. <laughs> like, they probably stole something, but then stole everything instead, huh? Or, like, I said something like that, and she, like, explained it, and, like, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, they bro. They stole this one necklace, but then they stole all Everything, the which was just basically all of the oceans. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's exactly how they did it in Ocean's Eleven and yeah. Twelve and Thirteen. Yeah, like look at this this cast. They had Sandra Bullock, uh, Kate Blanche, Anne Hathaway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mindy. Right. I'm, I can't. I, she she yeah, just they have Mindy. Mindy Klein. Mindy Project. Yeah, she's just Office to me. She's just Kelly. That's just Kelly to the me. Office, yeah. She's just Kelly. Kelly Kapur. They had Sarah Paulson. They had Aquafina. They had Rihanna. You know, they had. They had, uh, they had, they uh, had like they Helena had the Carter. They had a top-notch cast. You're gonna just redo Oceans for me? And you thought you think that I'm gonna accept that? Like, come on, man. Like that's that's just that's, oh, that's so true. That's trash to me. Like, why can't we be more creative it with is. that? Like, um, like I, and, and notice they, that they can't create a role that's. Oh, go ahead. And notice I didn't say like Star Wars because. That like the, the Star Wars, at least the first one, the first remake was good. You know what I mean? It was a di- it was like a different it was like a different plot. Like it wasn't just re- a remake of the same thing. You know what I mean? Like it was it was it was yeah. you act they were we were actually allowed to live in a different a, like a different setting. It was just but just remaking a movie and just clapping women on it. I think that's just a horrible idea because it's just. It cheapens, you know, it cheapens the actors. The actors deserve a better role. We deserve a better plot. And, you know, it, everyone deserves better. That's true. It makes it seem like the women weren't good enough to get their own, like, like movie, like you were saying. Like, well, we can just throw a bunch of women into the oceans thing and do the same exact thing, and now it's women instead of men. And you literally have like some of the biggest actresses, and you just had them being Danny Ocean, Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. uh, Kate Blanchett, yeah. is uh, Brad Pitt, and it's like they're all like, "Oh, this person is just really George Clooney," and it's like, "This is stupid." So, I I agree. Like, if you have a cast like that, you have to be able to like, you come up with any type of movie. You could even stick with the whole like, we're gonna be bank robbers mm-hmm. or something i guess which mm-hmm. is like go down a whole like different path where you don't have to be oceans yeah it didn't have to be um, oh it was like oh debbie ocean danny ocean's sister oh oh okay let's just watch debbie ocean build a team oh, oh okay yeah like because i remember yeah i remember in the oceans movies brad pitt was always like snacking mm-hmm. and the Kate blanchett i'm pretty sure the whole time she was like snacking on something too and i was just like come on like <laughs> it's played out you know yeah it's just like I, I, personally i just want to see something new you know i don't want to see a remake of something and like don't get me wrong there are remakes like a male movie they remake it again like okay, I get that, I get that argument, but it's just like I'd rather see something new than just a, a retweak and just slapping women on it. Because I just think it's it's like I think it's just disrespectful to women. Like you're just saying that they can't, like you said, they can't handle a new interesting plot. They had to be something remade. Um, so that that's my like, issue. All they had to do was, yeah, all they had to do was come up with a a new movie idea, mm-hmm. and then they could have 
to make sure that they got the fans from the Ocean series and made money off of that, just put that whole directed by the Oceans. Like, yeah. yeah. Directed by blah, blah, blah. Director of Ocean's 12. <laughs> oh, geez. What's that? So I got that. So you brought up something that's interesting because I've been reading a lot about this, actually. That scene in, um, that scene in Marvel and Endgame where Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man has the gauntlet and he's giving it to Captain Marvel. And he's like, are you going to be okay? (laughs) (laughs) And every freaking woman in the Marvel universe, for some reason, all came together to take one magnificent picture during the battle for the world. (laughs) That made no sense whatsoever. I, I, like, I don't hate the fact that they wanted to, like, make sure... Like it was a, like women doing that whole thing. I just wish they did it in a better manner. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like I don't know. I just feel like I feel like you know they're they're if you you promote you you promote like the like it's I guess it's like through a feminist lens. I mean I think it's fine in promoting that, but like I feel like yeah, like you, if you do it in a wrong manner, it just looks it looks corny. <laughs> like all they had to do was that picture that they had where it's like. I don't need help, honey. And I had all those girls. That's the picture for Ender's Game that they just slap up there. So it's like, boom, women power type of thing, just mm-hmm. on like the billboards and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, for that specific scene, it would have just been better if they didn't set it up where, like, oh, it's definitely just going to be women doing this whole thing. It could have just been like, what's your name? Captain Marvel, like, takes it. She deals with some shit. And then that Wakanda lady chucks her spear and then it, like, falls into her hands. You know, they could have just made it so they all took over. And yeah. Then realized like, oh shit, it was just all the chicks doing everything. That would have been which great. Kind of badass. You know, yeah. they they actually had a better scene in Infinity Wars because it was actually like the women. It was like a woman fight between like the evil like one of Thanos' subordinates was fighting Black Widow, uh, Scarlet Witch, and uh, the Wakandan general. I forgot her name, but uh, they were all fighting. And then Black Widow and and uh, the Wakandan general, both of the girls, they were fighting the evil one, and they were they were starting to lose. But then uh, Scarlet Witch came out of nowhere and just like wrecked oh, shop. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the the Wakandan warrior was like, "Where's she been this whole time?" And then uh, so it was like it was like a it was like a good moment because I for know for a fact that every woman in that audience that we were watching at Infinity War, they started screaming. They were like, "Woo!" Because like that's a real <laughs> that's a legit like female empowerment moment. But it wasn't so something so blatantly obvious. Like, we got this guy. Sit down, young Peter Parker, and watch us take care of this because we are women and women are strong. That's what it was. It was like, yo, that's corny. You don't need like we don't need you to blatantly tell. Nobody likes to be blatantly told that in a movie. Like, come on. Like you could like you said, they could have made it more elaborate. You know, stop making like, and that goes back to what I was saying about the female movie remakes. Like, don't like, come on, make things more elaborate. Don't, don't discredit our women. We love our women. We love our women. Don't discredit them. Ending on that, that female like movies and female empowerment. I think we need to give our women more credit. Give them more elaborate roles. Give them their own franchises to build upon. Or if you're gonna give them a franchise, do it in the right way. Give it a new twist. Like, you know, yeah. like Star Wars kind of did. not The second one was trash, bro. second one was trash. But the first one was really good, you know? It was a really good one. But 
you know who actually did a decent job at like women empowerment but not overdoing it was mm-hmm. uh unfortunately the game of thrones yeah i guess you're right about that they did pretty good dude. man we gotta stop spoiling stuff on the main channel bro like if you want to discuss this game of thrones stuff we gotta do it on the game of thrones video man stop spoiling it for the rest of the world <laughs> like, pretty I'm much just saying, i know bro. the people that listen I to this did it good was uh lord of the rings oh they did when Eowyn stabs that the um the freaking goddamn I can't even think of what he's called right now. When no, he, when he when she stabs that fool in the head. No, she's like, I am no man. <laughs> you know? No, that is true. That's a good one. So they was on that, bro. And that was back in the 2000, 2000s. That was back. That was back in the day. Dude. That might have been like twenty years ago. <laughs> 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 that was a that was a long time ago, but I mean we're at an hour and ten minutes. This is I'm actually happy that we're able to get some stuff out there. Um, I mean you got any 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 I don't how do you feel? You want to close it or like what? What's how you feeling? Yeah, we should. I think that's good. We could close it out. All right, all right. Um, you got anything? Any last words in closing? I just want to say. I'm glad that we were able to get another get another uh, episode down here. Feels good to get back in this, and hopefully we can pick it up more since uh, I'll be done, I think, in like two weeks. So mm. I should like have a lot more time coming up. And also, shout out to Japan. Uh, thanks for the solid server. Oh, yeah. I forgot we were in Japan. <laughs> I should have. Wow. <laughs> Yo, you you are a hundred percent right. This server is nice. I didn't say nice in Japan. Um, uh, oishi, oishi. Is that like good? Oishi, oishi. This server is oishi. Oh, snap. Um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Japan on that. Uh, so, uh, I guess, I mean, we said a lot on this episode. Uh, we covered some some pretty, you know, divisive topics. Um, if you were listening to this and you felt like uh, we were unqualified to speak on those topics, you were probably right. And if you were listening and you felt that we said some pretty dumb stuff, um, and then again, you're probably right. And this has been another episode of Unqualified and Educated. And thanks for tuning in. And we're out. <laughs>